Before we look at today's episode, have you subscribed to our paid episodes yet? If no, kindly subscribe if you love the infographics show. OMAD, one meal a day, the latest health craze that challenges you to eat like the ancestors. The rules are simple, eat one single meal a day as big as you want. But does OMAD work? Is it safe? Is it even healthy? We could have talked to doctors, but why do that when you've got your very own lab rat? Challenge start. I really hate it when the show screws with my food. I love eating. It's basically my favorite hobby. Want to go grab some sushi? Hit me up, dog, I'm there. Italian? Why not? Mediterranean? Two, please. So when I heard my next challenge was a food-related one, I was concerned. But this one doesn't sound so bad. As I'd soon find out, I'd be very, very wrong about that. It's called OMAD, one meal a day. And the premise is that because our ancient ancestors probably only enjoyed one meal a day, it's healthier than our modern diets. Our ancient ancestors also didn't put men on the moon and hadn't quite figured out that wiping after a good squat was also a good idea, but sure, let's take their advice on diets. At least it's not as stupid as paleo. The rules are that I can't eat anything else but one meal a day, but I can eat as much as I want in that meal. I did some research and found out that there's a ton of OMAD videos from gym bros on YouTube, but I found a few by actual doctors. Further research revealed that if I didn't want to put on a bunch of weight, I should eat earlier in the day rather than late at night. Because you burn more of the calories from what you eat at the start of the day than when you're just lying there comatose. That makes pretty basic sense, so I decided that lunch would be my feasting time. I'm also not really eating whatever I want, as I've seen advertised. First, you're into this for weight loss. The eating whatever you want is probably what got you into trouble in the first place. Dieting isn't going to work if you train your body to eat cake all the time, because cake was the problem in the first place. Sure, you might lose the weight, but then you'll put it right back on because you never learned to use moderation when stuffing your face with cake. That's the secret to an effective diet. It's not about cutting calories, it's about making small incremental lifestyle changes that you can actually live with. So if you're looking to lose weight, maybe only cut 200 calories instead of 600 or more. Until you get used to that, then cut a little bit more. Better to go slow and steady than burn out because you actively hate existence on your diet. So I'll be consuming some pretty calorie-heavy foods, but not necessarily junk. I'm talking steak and potatoes, pasta, Spanish tortilla, some of my favorite stuff. But what really has me excited is that normally I watch what I eat at every meal, but on this diet, I'm actually encouraged to binge all at once. Of course, I'll be banned from putting anything else in my mouth until 1pm the next day, and that's going to take some serious willpower because I love snacking. Snacking is life. Let's fast forward and see what effect OMAD had on my diet and lifestyle. See ya in 30 days. One eternity later. I've been journaling my thoughts on OMAD throughout this experience and now trying to form an aggregate conclusion. First, the basics. I wasn't sure if I'd lose weight or gain weight, but was shocked to discover I'd basically stayed the same, losing only one total pound. Now, I started this already in a good place weight-wise, so I wasn't focused on tailoring the diet to be specifically about losing weight. The fact that I came out just a tiny bit slimmer, though, shows that OMAD probably works for losing weight, and you probably don't have to make big tweaks to what you enjoy eating to do so. What did I eat? Pasta, steak, potatoes, fried chicken, shepherd's pie. Honestly, my diet didn't change from what I regularly eat. I just had much bigger portions than I normally would. Also, I cooked most of what I ate myself, so it's healthier than, say, Popeye's fried chicken. We did eat out a few times, like on date night with a girlfriend, so, so toss in sushi and a lot of seafood as well. 
Omad kinda screwed with my eating out, to be honest. First, the girlfriend is usually either at a shoot or on set somewhere until the evening, so our eating out is dinner. That was really hard when you've been starving all day and you have to wait even longer to eat. We got sushi one night and I think the staff was worried that I'd eat everything in their inventory. I love sushi, but it's never really been very filling for me, so I already order a lot of it. This time though, I ran up nearly a $100 bill all on my own with a sushi that just I ordered. I'm pretty sure I'm half mercury by now. And speaking of bills, we got a few fancy places around LA that we like to eat at and boy, did things get expensive. I'm glad the show was covering the bill because I ran up a whopper of a bill at one of our favorite seaside places. It's called Moon Shadows Malibu and it's, well, in Malibu, a really nice place with a balcony that overlooks the ocean as the waves break below you. You get really good food too, but like most fancy places, they give you moderately sized portions and they're not cheap either. I ordered a seafood pasta dish that was 42 bucks and I had four of them. I don't know if it's illegal to order that much food for just one person at a fancy place, but I was getting looks from the staff, and at one point the manager came by our table. He didn't say anything, he just came by and checked to see if everything was alright. I think he was scoping us out to see if I was doing some sort of terrible YouTube prank or something. No dude, I just really like your pasta, and I'm $168 hungry. We had a similar incident at a steakhouse, where this time I ran up a $210 bill all on my own. When I placed my order for four steaks, the waiter looked confused and asked if we were expecting more people. I told him no, this was a work thing, and refused to elaborate. He just looked confused over at the girlfriend who smiled politely until he left to put in our order. If anything, the staff didn't complain about the tip and oh my god, I just realized I forgot to expense the tips. You can imagine, they were significant. Alright, other than freaking out fine dining establishments, what effects did Omad have on my life? Honestly, I would not recommend this diet, like at all. It's really cathartic to pig out and know you can eat as much as you want, but it's kind of hell to have to wait 24 hours to eat again. And if those plans are disrupted for hours because, I don't know, maybe your girlfriend wants to have dinner with her friends and one of them does literally nothing but talk about herself the entire evening, completely monopolizing the conversation, and she's so busy talking that she asks the waiter three times to please come back later because she hasn't decided what she wants to eat yet, yeah, that can wear on your nerves. Listen, don't be that person. Don't be the guy or the gal that isn't ready when the waiter comes by to take your order. On the grand scale of evil, there's number one, Nazis, number two, Putin, and number three, people who make the entire table wait because they aren't ready to order when the waiter comes. I didn't say anything at the time, though I was making mental plans on how I could follow her to the bathroom and if there might be a window big enough in there for me to push her corpse through so I could stuff it in the dumpster out back. The grumpiness is real. And it wasn't just the times I was literally starving to death and certain people were too busy self-promoting to place an order. When you're waiting that long for food, you kind of get a little cranky around the 18 hour mark, especially when you wake up to your significant other making homemade waffles for herself and you still have to wait until 1pm to eat. I did find myself more sluggish than normal too. Immediately after the meal, forget about it, if the house was on fire, I'd have thrown the dog out the window and then just laid on the couch to burn. I was like a fat little turtle that had rolled onto its shell and couldn't flip itself over. And all that sucrose hitting the system at once did not feel good at all. I typically ended up napping for an hour after each meal, and even after I woke up, I felt absolutely awful. It wasn't until later in the evening that I started to feel like a human being again. Also, eating one huge meal a day will make you absolutely blow out your toilet. I cut turds so long I could have probably fished one out and used it as a club. 
I know you likely didn't want to know that, but this is a serious scientific investigation, and it is data that science must know. If you can't handle it, you're in the wrong field. I think it also affected my sleep schedule though because I would get most of my energy in the late afternoon and early evening, pushing my bedtime back by about 2 hours. The girlfriend likes to go to sleep around 10pm, and I'll usually sleep at midnight. Ever since I left the military I have trouble sleeping and naturally want to stay up all night, but the girlfriend will usually make me lay with her until she's asleep because she wants to feel me close until she drips off, then I get up and stay up for another hour and a half or so. But this time I ended up going to sleep about 2am thanks to having a bunch of energy later in the day. I guess my body had to take the time to process all that food and turn it into energy, completely disrupting my physiology. I might be a unique case given my long term sleep problems, but maybe if you're going to try this diet, try it earlier in the day and see how that works for you. I really doubt the ancients ate like this, to be honest with you. I know they were hunter gatherers and meals weren't exactly guaranteed, but it really didn't feel natural. I felt like a big fat snake starving myself until I gorged on one huge meal. I just don't see how ancient man could have led such an active lifestyle with only one big meal. I think something more natural would be to get frequent smaller snacks with a larger meal. Berries and fruits that they picked or whatever. This month really got me thinking about food though. Have you ever thought about how much food you eat in a day? It's an absurd amount. And it's not just us, all mammals eat absolutely criminal amounts of food every single day. Compare that to reptiles who eat like one fish every six years and are good to go. I get that warm blood is basically what's made us kings of the earth and our big brains require a ton of calories, but it just seems really inefficient from a survival standpoint. But at the end of the day, I guess we did arm wrestle the dinosaurs into extinction, at least that's what my North Korean history books say, so I guess it's worth it. Check out another food challenge with I ate insects for a week or click this other video instead. I'd like you all to take some few seconds to give us a 5 star rating. Thanks.